Yo guys, welcome back to a new episode of The Trainer Lounge. We've got a stacked episode coming up for you with loads of topics such as the main series, news and rumours, a little bit of trivia and much, much more. We hope you enjoy the episode and have a great day. Peace. Yo, what's going on? Welcome back to episode 22 of the trainer lounge today i'm joined by my co-host mr wanzi Burnett. how are you sir i'm doing good how about yourself how are you doing i'm not too bad mate not too bad bit of a mad week and i'm also joined today by a brand new guest mr monk ferno otherwise hey. just monk ferno how are you man i'm doing pretty good i'm doing pretty good thanks for asking that's dope, man. That's dope. So, yeah, this week's been a bit hectic. I've been looking at some news. I've got some topics for today. Um, the news is a bit barren right now in Pokemon, but we've got some uh, interesting topics to go over today of what's going on in the Pokemon world right now. So, yeah, man. But, uh, Wanzi, what have you been up to this week? Uh, honestly, this week I've been trying to sort out uh, a rendering issue. Uh, I don't know if uh, you remember from the last podcast, uh, I told you all uh -huh. about the, the mad story about how my Sony Vegas just decided to shit the bed. <laughs> so I've had to try and <laughs> find an alternative to try and actually render videos. Uh, I've found an alternative, uh, but the alternative means that I now have uh, 12, 13 hour renders rather than four or five hours. So uh, that's... Oh nasty uh, anyone who's done youtube can tell you uh oh that, that's not fun <laughs> it's just not fun uh how about yourself uh monk Ferner? how how have you been doing this week i've been doing pretty good so uh for those of you that don't know i'm in uh university right now and so uh this is like our fourth week that just ended so we're finally getting into the groove of things and got the set the schedule set and sleep time is down so we're doing pretty good though not too much to complain about that's nice, cool, nice, man. Yeah. So uh, no, no one's been hit by a bus and everybody's alive and well. That's what we like to hear, man. <laughs> well, I never <laughs> said that. I, I didn't say that. <laughs> I mean, rest in peace, anyone who got rest in peace, to anyone who got hit by a bus this week. Oh uh, dear, it's already started. <laughs> oh jeez, uh, it's already started. Uh, yeah, we'll just get into the podcast, man. So first of all, um, I'm not too sure when people will be listening to this. But tomorrow will be the 19th of September. And for those that play Pokemon Go, that is Oshawott's Community Day. Mm. <clears throat> the bonuses for Oshawott will be three times XP. The lowers are always three hours long anyway. Um, so the main attraction is the three times XP that you can gain. With level 50 being a thing, a lot of people are still grinding XP. So take advantage of that. Razor Shell and Hydro Pump are... Uh... Wow! <laughs> <laughs> Razor Shell and Hydro Cannon are the exclusive moves. However, Razor Shell will be available after Community Day at any point, but Hydro Cannon is only exclusive throughout Community Day, as long as you evolve to uh, Samurott, I believe. That's the uh, that's right, correct? Samurott, is that the... Um... Yeah, you got it. You got yeah. it. Okay, that's absolutely fine. So, uh, okay, Monkferno, because I've watched um, some... I know you like you do Pokemon Unite. You yeah. do a lot of randomizers, and also I saw your reaction to the uh, direct, which was pretty dope. Me and you mm. actually share a lot of uh, a lot of thoughts and opinions on that. So, uh, but do you okay. play Pokemon Go at all? Because Wanzi definitely doesn't. So I definitely don't. I'm not current, <laughs> but I do know enough about Pokemon Go to get past some checkpoints. We'll see. I played Pokemon Go like my first semester of college for like three four months pretty hardcore and then i went to new york and after new york i haven't picked up the game since so it's been about two or two or three years 
Okay, I'm with you, man. No, don't stress, bro. Like I said, one Onesie doesn't play. Like I think at this point, one Onesie will never, probably, most likely play that game. My 82 year old father is a higher level than a Onesie. Yeah, I found that out the other day. I found that out the other day, and I was heartbroken. (laughs) My father and his shit uh, shiny Murkro, man. All right, so (laughs) still, still going on with Pokemon Go. Um, from September the 21st, 10 a.m. to September 28th, 8 p.m., there will be a fashion week in Pokemon Go. Pretty generic event. Mm-hmm. However, through sorry, will be debuting in the game. It has multiple forms. Some are regional, some are situational, and there's a form of a heart form that hasn't been announced how to get just yet. The interesting thing about this event, though, this brings a new mechanic to Pokemon Go called Form Change. Previously in Pokemon Go, you had to catch multiple forms of Pokemon in order to have different forms. So, for example, you would have to catch Giratina Origin and Giratina Altered Form to have both of the select forms. Whereas with this mechanic, you should be now be able to change any Pokemon to another form. I don't know if it's exclusive to Furfur, but we'll have to see. I hope to God that it isn't. I'm so. I, I looked at my Pokemon Go just while you were running off that, and I've got so many different forms. I've got like all the different forms of cast form as a, a singular Pokemon. It's so annoying. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It, yeah, I mean, that's probably the most annoying thing about Pokemon Go, to be honest, is like just having different forms for different situations. It's just annoying having to, you know, catch different... Uh, it's like Megas. You don't catch them differently. You just turn your normal Pokemon into a Mega. So I don't know why they're doing that. And uh, the final thing about Fashion Week, if you did not play during GoFest 2021, you will be able to do a quest to catch Meloetta, the mythical Pokemon from Gen 5. Mm. If you have already done the Meloetta quest from GoFest... Try and say that really fast. Wow. You can um <laughs> you, you can get extra candy for Meloetta. So a little bonus for people who already have that. So yeah, that's that's really what's going on with Pokemon. There's not a lot. Um, Niantic have shut down one of their games. Um Ooh. I can't, I think it's Katar or something. It's like this M- it's like this um RPG MMO type thing, but it wasn't working out for them. They couldn't implement you know some of their fan favorite ideas onto the mobile itself the, the transition wasn't that great to mobile and uh yeah it kind of flopped so they have set the sunset on that game Wah, um meh. yeah man wow uh, <laughs> no, no anime wow sound for that That's, oh. uh yeah so um yeah niantic be doing niantic things man oh, i hate that company i i really can't stand niantic now man uh you know what I never thought I'd say that Tencent would be doing better than Niantic. Okay, let, let's not go too far. Ooh, hang on, that's oh, a bit controversial. Oh, <laughs> oh, here I go again. <laughs> oh, for God's sake, my dude. But say, oh, they made man. so much money off of Pokemon Go. Even with just in like the first year, man. They made way too much, in my opinion. Uh, yeah, they, they make a billion a year, which is just... Well, no, no, they make more oh, than that a year. That's crazy. I'm about to fact okay. check you on that. Yeah, check. No, they, they definitely make a billion. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure. You could, I feel you like that makes sense. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, I'm probably going to be wrong now, and I'm just going to take a major L on the podcast. But you know what? I'll take L's. I'm Sorry. fine with it. 
<laughs> okay, so I've just I've got it up here. Just a quick Google search. Uh, as surprising as it may sound, Pokemon Go players spent one point three billion dollars in twenty twenty. So you were wrong. You were just underestimating. <laughs> <man. laughs> yeah, yeah. So I should I should have said at least one billion. Uh, like I said, go. I know it's over a billion, but uh, yeah, man. Ridiculous that, though, man. Sorry, on the Price game, is Right, man. you would have gotten it correct. So we'll give you. That. Yeah, exactly, man. <laughs> next time, next time, I'm getting estimated guesses. Yeah, so Pokemon Go will be uh, generating that revenue, to be honest. You know, it is what it is. Um, I've started playing it since they've reverted the distance back to normal. And um, we said last week on the podcast about I am going to the Liverpool Pokemon Go Safari event, which I will be going in October. But the first ever Trainer Lounge t-shirt will be worn by me on that day. And uh, yeah, man. First ever Trainer Lounge t-shirt. It's an emotional moment. I'd like to thank my mum. <laughs> um, I'd like. I'd also like to thank Pizza Hut just for providing some fantastic memories over the years. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh! The chaos Sorry, begins. The chaos begins. Chaos, yeah, man. I, t- I told you, bro. We are the number one unprofessional podcast. This is what we do. <laughs> um, so I was so so I was trying to gouge some stories of what's going on in the week in Pokemon. As you, we all know, it's a barren desert right now. If you're not a United player. Um, well, even that's a bit quiet currently. Yeah, so very I, quiet. I come across a story, and I thought this was actually really dope. So in Japan right now, they are currently using Pokemon art on their manhole covers, and currently there is 206 dotted around Japan for people to find and take pictures. They're hoping it will boost revenue in tourism, and um, I think that's a pretty cool thing. I like that. What, what, what do you two think? I, I know it's a bit weird, but uh, I quite like that. <laughs> So basically, they they're using Pokemon art to cover the sewers. So Pokemon yeah. is covering shit, quite literally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty, pretty much, pretty much. You can find um, two hundred and six. So if you want, if you live in Japan and you're a fan of this podcast, which there's no reason to why you should be, but if that's the case, go out there, man, take some pictures of these fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, oh okay. okay. Anyway, moving forward. Onto the other franchises, Pokemon Unite, man. Let we all play Pokemon Unite, but one you haven't, yeah, in about yeah. a week. Um, <laughs> but you know what? Um, Pokemon Unite reaches nine million downloads, which is roughly ten percent of the entire Switch user base, and that's that. That's dope. I think that ju- that's just Switch, by the way. That's not mobile as well, right? Yeah, so, I think they've had. Um, it, I, I think they've hit. Oh, go on. Oh, I was going to say, isn't it 9 million pre-downloads for the mobile? So it, it'd be like mobile and Switch players, right? No, no, this is, this is just uh, 9 million Switch downloads, I believe. I could actually, you know what, you might be oh, right really? about that. Hmm. Uh, I mean, once, can you double check that? I think you actually may be right. But now, checking onesie to the rescue. No, no, I'm sure, I'm sure that's just Switch because think of, think of all the people on mobile and it's free. If, if Pokemon Go is going to reach, I don't know, nearly 70 million in the, you know, the first week, I think yeah. Unite's going to uh, smash it. But 9 million is still a big number, man, for a brand new uh, MOBA. Oh, absolutely, yeah. So what, what's everyone's thoughts right now on Pokemon Unite, man? Like, do you, do you think it's going to change a lot when mobile comes out? Because I believe there's going to be a huge patch. Oof. I'll let somebody take a point on this. <laughs> so I, if I remember correctly, I've, uh, I've heard that the patch is that the maintenance is basically going to be like four days offline 
the game being offline for like four days. That's what? that's yeah. I I might be wrong on that, but I see. I'm sort of. Uh, I think I saw someone saying that it was going to be a really really long period. I heard. I heard it was going to be ten hours, not four days. Oh wow! I heard ten hours. Yeah, like, I, I mean, even can't... ten hours is huge. So yeah. Yeah, sure, yeah. I can't see them taking it off for. Uh... That's crazy. Imagine if it was off for four. No, I don't think it'd be off for four days because I think that no. it, it wouldn't kill the game. But it, I think I think it would. Uh... It, it, it sends the wrong message. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I don't think. Um, so I'm just trying to just still have a look at this fucking nine million things. Yeah, I'm looking there. as well. I can't, I can't <laughs> yeah. see it. <laughs> I'm struggling to find any numbers on this. <laughs> yeah, it might. I mean. Um... Just trying to have a little look. Yeah, it just says, what a goal. The Nintendo Switch version of Pokemon Unite has just exceeded 9 million downloads. To show our excitement and gratitude, every player will receive 2,000 iOS tickets. So, yeah, it's just that's just the Nintendo Switch um, community. Yeah, that's not even mobile. That's what I'm saying. Like, So that's 10% of basically the, the amount of people that own that own a Nintendo Switch, right? That's I think that's wild. wild. That's absolutely that's wild. I, I don't know about um, about your, yourself, uh, Monkferno. Are you going to... Do you want to go by Monkferno or do you have like a, a nickname or anything? I can, I, I, Monkferno, Monk, either one is fine. We'll go Monk. I like that. Yeah, there we go. Although that gives me images of like some guys on a mountain wearing like robes and shit. <laughs> that's okay. That's what we're going for. That's completely all right. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> so yes, I, don't it know, <laughs> I don't know about yourself, Monk, but I'm quite an avid uh, MOBA player. Okay. Uh, and Pokemon Unite is it's certainly a different experience. Um, I, have you played many other MOBAs? So I've, this is my first MOBA, but I have really like delve like dove off the deep end for Pokemon Unite the last two months. Like it's already been. Two, can we just talk about that first? It's been two months since mm-hmm. Pokemon Unite released, and it's still huge and making waves and stuff like that. So, um, but yeah, no, this is my first MOBA experience. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm the same. I'm with you on that. It's yeah. my first one as well. Yeah, I found a lot of people have been like that. There's a bit of a disparity because people like myself who have played quite a lot of other MOBAs were able to jump right off the deep end, uh, like really, really quickly. Like I hit master within a week. Um, oh crap! Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, I bro, he's nuts. What ones is nuts, man? Honestly, like I'm in ultra right now myself. But that this guy, I check. So this one, right? I checked his rank. I'm thinking, okay, I'm expert. He's expert. You know. Uh, Ones is a little ahead of me, like, I don't know, class five or something. Like, I literally come back on after a few days. Guy was in master. I was like, excuse me? What? <laughs> wow. Nah, I'm, still, I'm still trying to get to masters. I'm in, what is it? I'm in veteran. No, I'm in ultra class five, I think. So I'm like Ooh. right on the doorstep. So Ooh. hopefully in the next day or two, I'll be able to get there. Yeah, Not you're not at all. Yeah. What, sort of, yeah, what sort of role have you been playing? So, so I, I, for... Right after the launch, like after Pokemon Unite launched, I was playing Pikachu because I played the uh, Japanese beta and I kind of fell in love with that. Turns out Pikachu, right, not the greatest Pokemon. So I quickly switched over to Ninetales after about two weeks into the game. And then up until about a week and a half ago, I was doing Ninetales and now I've been doing Blastoise and seeing much oh. better results. Blastoise is cracked. Absolutely. It is. It is. It is what, what, uh, what moveset do you do? Sorry, Cinto. I'm interested because I also run Blast. I run Hydro Pump and Surf. That's what I. That's run. That's what I run. Yeah, that's what I run. Yeah, yeah bro, I don't. Bro, I can't. So I can't figure out the rapid spin Hydro Pump shenanigans yet. But you know, just the CC and being able to control and like 
he's a defender that hits like an attacker. I'm like, he's the best. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'm with you 100%. I think Blastoise is amazing. I did use Rapid Spin and Water... Is it Water Spout ones? Yeah, Water Spout. Yeah, Yeah, it is. Yeah, and I I did have quite a lot of success with that. But then I thought, I need to still... I I need to take a step back from trying to do area damage and try and do more defending, pushing people away. Right. And Surf is ridiculous. Ridiculous, man. Mm-hmm. Surf is great. And then, you know, hydro pump as well. Like, yeah, I mean, I don't know about you. I hit the surf, and as soon as they just froze, bang, hydro pump. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So you're getting the surf, pushing them back. And then when you're in close quarters, that hydro pump dealing more damage and pushing them back even more. It's crazy. I yeah, exactly. I mean, if you've got your ultimate as well, you can hit free moves oh, straight up the backyard. It's nuts. It's so I don't know about you guys. I've actually run into the bug with um, Blastoise's Unite move, where for literally an entire match, even if I didn't have people around me like interfering my Unite move, it wouldn't work. So it would like cancel like I was being hit, and it would drop me to like ninety percent of the Unite move. And so I just spammed my Unite move to get like the speed boost and stuff like that. Um, throughout a match so i hit like unite like 10 12 times uh yeah because i've, I've seen bug. that bug it's yeah. absolutely ridiculous there are i must say there are quite a few bugs with unite moves in the game uh mm-hmm. i'm not sure if they've patched the one out but I, I play a lot of well basically i climbed from like veteran to ultra playing a combination of uh nine tails and eldegoss but okay. i found my unite move was being cancelled like really really easily yeah. it's it's really strange it's like people would work out how to it is a bug and it's an exploit like you click the move and it would just be insta cancelled the only pokemon that's really able to do that like normally is wigglytuff but even against teams that didn't have wigglytuff so i was finding it cancelled so i think they definitely need to try and do something about that and if like, their ability to patch these sorts of bugs is for me what's gonna make sure that the game survives because if they leave Absolutely. stuff like this in for too long I think it's going to struggle. Yeah, I think uh, I'm. I'm personally of the opinion that unite moves shouldn't be canceled. So say that would it you know be about me? But I, I just don't like the fact that you know I'm saving my unite move for these key moments, right? And then it gets canceled, or like if I die in the middle of it, that's kind of okay. But if it gets canceled in that like critical moment, I don't know about you guys. I'm a I'm a little bit pissed at that point. So I mean, a little bit, mate. I'm I'm furious. <laughs> Um, I think what I've experienced with that bug, when you say cancelled, uh, I'm assuming you mean, so, okay, I've had it with Blastoise too. Let's say um, it's coming to the end and let's say you've just got Zapdos, you've just dunked, you head back to defend, right? Right. Now, when they're all trying to swamp you at your goal and you're trying to defend, I remember this vividly. It was top lane and it was the goal before your home goal. I was okay. defending it. There was about four of them attacking me. I activated it, but it's like it activated I pressed it. It went to 0%, but nothing happened. Like, yep, that's move, what I'm mm-hmm. talking about. That's exactly yeah, what just, I'm on yeah, about. I'm, but, I mean, we still won, thankfully. I, I think I think my mate come over with Snorlax, and you know, Snorlax just blocks every motherfucker in the game. But <laughs> I, I was just like, bro, that could have been so situational. That could have been a Zapdos last. That could have been, like, the difference between me killing, you know, getting four extra kills and, and then dunking, like... Uh, that needs to be sorted ASAP, in my absolutely. opinion. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I can, I can, I can see why you pissed off. The only other bug I've seen, though, ones you have to tell me. Um, actually, there's two things I want to mention about bugs with Unite. Okay, so one, 
is I know people were falling through the map. I, I haven't seen that often at all. It, that seems like a very, very extremely rare bug. I yeah, think it was a, it was the Machamp submission or Machoke submission, right? Where he throws you and you sort of land through the map and then it's just glitched <laughs> for the whole game. <laughs> I, have, I haven't even heard of that, but that sounds no, pretty cool. I, I have heard yeah. of another glitch to do with uh, submission. I've seen someone uh, backing, um, and they literally went into base, but Machamp had activated submission just on the last second where they went back to base. So Machamp pulled them back from base right into yeah, the I've seen that one too. Yeah, I've seen that one. Yeah, yeah. That's why. I've seen that one. And the other one... <laughs> I'm trying to think. So yeah, that. So again, apparently this is a, a tip that people are saying. I don't understand it, right? So there was a video someone pulled up yesterday on YouTube. It was like, uh, this tip will help you win more games. Well, I thought, okay, I click on it, and basically he's uh, in the end game. Basically, they've got Zapdos, they're dunking, but he's still killing uh, the opponent, right? He's still beating the Pokemon, and he's getting AOS energy from the enemy Pokemon, even though the enemy Pokemon has no energy on them which I was confused about. I thought if you take out an enemy, you just take their energy, what they have. But I thought if they didn't have any energy, you don't get any. But apparently it, it's about what level they are and how many kills they have. That There's something more to it than just them having AOS energy. So let's say like I'm a Cramorant and there's a, I don't know, a Pikachu with no AOS energy at the end of the game. If I take out that Pikachu, I would then receive AOS energy. And that really confused me. I don't know how that works. I don't know if that's a bug. But people are calling it a tip, and it's it, they, they put it up yesterday. I don't know if you two know anything about that. I've seen it, but honestly, I thought that was just a part of the game. Like I noticed it pretty early on. I was just like, okay, you kill somebody and you get AOS energy, even if they don't like have any. Like you didn't necessarily take theirs, even though they lost a portion of them. So if they were holding, let's say twenty five, then you got X percentage of it. Like you get like thirteen or something of it. Um, and it would provide you like a bonus, but for killing them, you would get some reward for that instead of just the kill and the added death timer, all that. So yeah, I thought See, you I've... got like a flat five as well as a percentage of their their AOS energy. I might be yeah. wrong on that, but that that's what I thought. Yeah, I know. I know the XP was. I know obviously you get XP from taking out enemies. I knew that. Mm -hmm. I just, I just genuinely thought if that enemy's got thirty AOS energy and you take them out, you would receive either a portion of it or all their energy. Right? Well, no, it'd be a portion because you only lose. A certain percent right when you when yeah. you die basically so i don't know I, I just thought it's a bit of a but that's the thing with unite that me and onesie was talking about is there's a lot of things in the game they don't tell you about sort of like that dreadnought that takes off damage off zapdos like unless some you know if that person didn't go there and analyze that like nobody would know about that and that's so game changing like i'm assuming you know about that with the the last dreadnought taking off the damage for Zapdos, or yeah. if he wasn't aware, there you go. <laughs> yeah, no, I was aware. I actually, uh, I think that this is a little bit of a controversial opinion. I think that that's actually something that makes the game extremely intriguing because they're not, you know, the Unite company, whoever it is, Tencent, I believe, uh, they're not forking over all this information. And so it's making the player base, those who are interested, more interested in mathematics, going digging and, te and like testing all these things. I think that it adds a really good subculture into unite besides just the gameplay but the actual mm. math behind it okay. and that you know that there's more things to do in this besides you know just playing the moba but it and it also i guess it like not necessarily transparency but like you know if you are a fan and you post something about this mathematic it's going to get checked by the community because they want to verify it so i do think that it's in a way a little bit more reliable than just 
you know, whatever the stats that they gave us, you know, on the homepage or whatnot, like, how do you get like a score of eight, but you know, or something like that, like that, that's not exactly calculable, I guess it's just like a ranking. So I I personally like that aspect. That's an interesting opinion, to be honest. Uh, I'm not sure I 100% agree. Uh, Having played, no, yeah, of course, yeah. (laughs) Um, But uh, having having played other MOBAs and seen the sort of like, for example, like with patch notes, every single patch note is just the ability has had its effect strengthened. Okay, from how much to how much. Uh, Mm -hmm. the defense of Wigglytuff has been increased, uh, okay, from how much to how much. Like, every other MOBA that I've played, when they do patch notes, they give us specific numbers, and then they give us an explanation of why and what exactly they've done. Uh, I I do understand your point, though, to be honest about it. It does give a lot of, uh, you know, creators and people in the community something else to do alongside actually playing the game, and I think that is an intriguing point. But I do feel like even if we were given these numbers people would still be, you know, talking about it and experimenting with it. And I don't think it would have a negative impact on the community if that were to be taken away. I I feel like we do need transparency in a game that's all about stats and uh, specific item builds and is trying to be a competitive product. I I feel like you need to have that that transparency with your numbers and your changes. Yeah, I I I can see that. If you, if you don't mind me not coming in with this, like I think there needs how to be a mixture. How dare you interrupt me, you bastard? Yeah, how, yeah, you can't. How dare you? This. Who do you think you are? Yeah, no. Uh, I'll, I'll, leave, I'll, I'll leave the room, guys. Peace. Now, uh, like, <laughs> so, okay, yeah. here's my like opinion, my opinion with that. So, I half agree with Monk. I half agree with ones, and by that I mean I think it's cool to put things in a game that you don't announce that people find out. Let's say like an Easter egg, but like that has an effect, right? So I don't know, like uh, let's say they added in a mob. Like, and it maybe throws a goal or just something, right? And you work that out by playing. I think that would be cool. But unless you were a mathematical genius and you knew how to test it properly, I'd say 95% of players would have never known about that dreadful thing. And the, and the, my issue with not knowing about it is, let's say I'm in a game, right? And then there's this lad playing with us. He's not aware of this and he takes Dreadnought at the end. Because of that, we all lose at those because we're not doing enough damage to it. And then that could cost us the game. And then that lad could possibly be abused, not saying people should be. We know that abuse shouldn't happen, but it happens, right? But he wasn't aware because the game gives you no indication that that's a thing. Like, I don't mind it having hidden mechanics, but mechanics that, you know, are more obvious, Whereas with that, I, I think that's a because Zapdos is a game changer, right? Let's be honest, Zapdos is ninety percent of games. I have no that idea is... what you're talking about. Zapdos is not a game changer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yo, when you've took when you've took all of their goals, bro, and you've not lost a goal, and then they take Zapdos and just dunk, it's you feel you just feel like you want to play. Um, uh, what's that song? Hello, darkness, my old friend. That, that's mm-hmm. what I feel like yeah. playing. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I do agree. I think it's cool to have some mechanics that people can explore and find out. And like, but with that, I think that could be combinations, right? Like, oh, have you tried surf and hydro pump? It's a really cool combination because you can do this and block them here. That that sort of stuff's cool because you can work it out. But that dreadnought thing, man, I, I just it baffles me because my mm-hmm. obvious thing was you get you get XP and you get a shield. That that was it for me. That's all I thought it did. Until I started seeing this going around, I was like, what? what? Why would it? Why would? And, and explain that to me. Why is that an effect? That makes no sense to me. That doesn't. Why that's a. 
I can understand why it's in the game, if I'm honest. I do think it, mm-hmm. it does add a bit more strategy to competitive play. Uh, and watching some 5v5 actual tournaments where this has been in effect has been really interesting because the commentators are like, okay, so at this point, they're going to be thinking about, do they want the Dreadnought just to secure out the victory? Or do they just want to Hail Mary into Zapdos? And it adds a layer oh, of yeah. strategy That's on it. top of it. But it really should have been communicated. Oh, do, yeah. Do you want the extra level and XP, or do you want to try and get Zapdos without? Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, uh, I'm with you. I'm with you. If you're going to defend Zapdos, get the last Dreadnought. If you're not going to defend it, don't get it. So I'm assuming that's the wavelength, right? Yeah, but then there's also the there's also the thought process. If you try and take that Dreadnought, uh, the other team then have to come and try and stop you from doing it. So if you kind of bait them and force them to try and engage onto you, you can then reverse ace them and you know get a, a massive team fight that you win and without even taking dreadnought just by starting to try and get it and forcing the other team to come and you know address you you can then gain an advantage through a team fight without even taking that less dreadnought giving you the opportunity to do full damage to zapdos so there's so many ways that it can influence the game in a, a you know a competitive sense it's Absolutely. it's just kind of fascinating really thinking about it yeah, it's another layer yeah. of depth yeah. you have to add on in the in the middle of the moment. So I I, I kind of like it, and I can see why. Like it's it's part of the comeback mechanics, which I mean, this game has so many already. But I yeah, I mean, when I first heard about it, I was like, really, I didn't know that, and so it was just interesting. And now it's something that I kind of think about, but it's not, you know, oh, if we take this dreadnought, we're going to lose Zapdos, kind of thing. Um, yes. No, I'm with you. No, I'm with you. I think I think I do agree. I do agree. I just wish, as I say, like I knew about it. Because then, if you know about it, to me, that's that's still in line with the strategy, you know. Because then, it, as I, I, like like onesie said, I don't think it would take away from the fun. Because if you knew that it, you know, it debuffed your damage on enemies or sorry, uh, mobs, then you know, you'd know that, you'd know the strategy, you'd think, oh, okay, then, you know, I think it, I don't think it would take a layer away personally, in my opinion, but... Um, I think that's yeah. a bit of a problem with uh, MOBAs in general. Um, I know I said earlier that during patch notes and stuff, uh, they're very explanatory and they, they, they explain their decisions and stuff a lot better, but when it comes to actually learning the basics of the game and giving, like, the basic tutorials and stuff, MOBAs have always really sucked at that. Like, just if you want an example of this, download League of Legends, play through the tutorial, and then just see what it's like, and then go into your first game and watch the chaos unfold. If you're trying to be a new <laughs> player in a MOBA nowadays, it's it's absolutely impossible just because of the way it's that... Like, it's like doing an exam, right, at A-level, when, when, when you have never studied uh, studied that subject. It's, uh, it's... Don't, don't talk to me about that. I, I was doing GCSE maths, uh, and I did really well in it. Uh, just for fun, my my school um, decided to put me in for an exam for a subject called statistics. Now, for fun, you know. Yes, nice. just for fun. Like, I'd never done anything on statistics. Uh, so I went into this exam. Uh, it, it does obviously make sense because statistics is a part of maths, but there is a specific subset for it. Um, so I went into this exam and they're asking me about all kinds of stuff that I had no idea on. I got like Decent results in my exams. I got like B's and A's. I got an F in statistics. It's the one blight on my uh, my school. I just randomly got an F because they put me in for an exam for no reason. That's crazy. That is wild, bro. Yeah. Uh, just, but yeah, that, that that's how it feels to me. It feels like, as you've just said, it's it's like going in for exam, something you have not prepared for in the slightest. 
and then bang. But um, yeah, so I, I got a question for you, Monk, right? In regarding okay. to Pokemon Unite. So we spoke about this on the last podcast. Uh, me, Wanzi, and uh, my other co-host T, who joins us sometimes at the weekend. Um, so basically, I said with season two, in my opinion, I think they should take out Zapdos, not permanently. But I think have a new legendary bird that has different effects, right? So let's say Articuno. They bring in Articuno and instead of allowing you to instant... um, Yeah, instead of allowing you to insta-dunk, it puts a freeze on all of your goals for like, I don't know, 20, 15 seconds or something. So the same amount of time. Quick match? No, no. So as in like... Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, like have a login quick match. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just, you know, in standard and ranked, you would get Articuno and it would just freeze all your goals, allowing you to defend and, you know, possibly dunk or whatever. But yeah. just take out the insta-dunk and have a freeze. And then same sort of thing for season three, if you have a Moltres. What's your opinion on that? Or do you think I should just stick with Zapdos for the meta going forward? Um, I can see why people would want to change the legendary. I'm honestly perfectly fine. Either if they want to keep Zapdos, I can see that, but they do need to tweak it for season, you know, if we're going into season two or season one, part two or whatever. Um, oh yeah, I think that they yeah. definitely need to tweak it personally. Like my personal opinion is that they need to get rid of like the stunning, the thunderbolt at the end, completely uh-huh. unnecessary does not help at all. I think if you just do the, I mean, insta dunking, like I, at least for Zapdos, I feel like ki- is kind of necessary because it's the biggest catch up mechanic in probably MOBAs. I, I don't know. I feel like, but I feel like that's a pretty safe bet. Um, I, th- so if they were to just take out like the lightning, uh, I would pretty much be okay with that. And then uh, if they were to change it, I would, you know, I wouldn't want to just limit it to the legendary birds. I mean, like with the Articuno thing, that's actually a really um, cool idea. I think if they were to do other ones, like the legendary beasts that we haven't seen. So, Entei oh, Rusty, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like don't, yeah, I don't mean just do the legendary birds. I mean, yeah. like, you know, have, have yeah. different things. I, I like, and we said, we said as well, because I don't know about you, but I, okay, so I play it a lot more regularly now, but for the first three weeks, the same map was getting stale, the same, like, I, I like looking at new things while I'm playing, you know, it's mm-hmm. just a breath. So I was thinking, like, maybe for Halloween, like, maybe have, like, a limited edition Halloween map that people could play oh, when Christmas yeah. comes. Yeah, like, that sort of stuff, man, like, and I think, I, I just think with the whole changing up the beasts, I just think it'd be a cool thing. I'm not saying get rid of Zapdos. I think... Right you know, like bring it back at another point, but then when you're bringing it back and now you're bringing it back and then people can think, all oh, right, now we need to think about how we strategize for season one, go back to that, you know, switch up the play style. I think it would be mm-hmm. fresh personally, but uh, one, what did you say about that? Did you say that you wanted that or? So a little bit of backstory on that, really. Um, in League of Legends, they have a mechanic called the dragon mechanic where, Every five, ten minutes or so, uh, a big dragon boss will appear right near bot lane. Uh, If you fight that dragon, you'll get a buff. Uh, But the dragons can be all sorts of different elements. There's flame drakes, there's uh, Mm. wind drakes, there's water drakes and earth drakes, and they all give different mechanics. The wind drakes increase your movement speed and give you uh, cooldown reduction. The flame drakes make your attacks burn enemies for extra damage on top of... Uh, you know, when you use an ability, they burn and do like an extra bit of damage for a few seconds. Uh, the water drakes slow enemies with your regular regular attacks, and the earth drakes give you a bit more defense. And that makes every game of League of Legends a little bit more different. Uh, you know, a, a little bit more varied because you can see, oh, it's an earth drake. We've already got a really defensive team. We don't really need it. Let's 
focus on the other objectives around the map. The problem mm. with Unite is that it's always going to be Dreadnought at 7, 7.30. It's always going to be Zapdos at two minutes. There's always going to be the same Pokemon each time. If it was a different Pokemon instead of Dreadnought. So instead of Dreadnought, you could have, for example, uh, a random choice between Rotom appearing, uh, Dreadnought appearing, uh, a Nidoking appearing that increases your attack damage for set time, an Aegislash that gives you a defense buff for a, a set amount of time, and you had to then make a decision based on which Pokemon appears, whether you go for it or not. I think that would make each game a little bit play uh, more playable, a bit more replayability to it. At the moment, it just feels a bit stale because it's the same Pokemon each time. With, with Zapdos, in terms of being balanced or not, there's a lot of different ways that we could... Could change it so many different ways i, I think monk's idea there of taking away the the thunder at the end it's it's kind of like taking the cherry off the top of a cake yeah yeah you've still yeah. got the cake there um it's i agree uh, I, yeah, yeah. It, it's not needed it's not needed personally I think... I, I think zapdos needs to my, my suggestion would be to take away double scoring or at least nerf it slightly so instead of double scoring it's 1.5 times scoring because I, I don't think if you have a 450-point lead going into the last two minutes, you should be able to lose that. I, I I think that there's so many different things that need to be done to the game in order to keep it a little bit more balanced. It's too heavily weighted towards the final two minutes of play. I don't know. It's, it's yeah, a tough it, question. It feels yeah. like... And, and again, Monk, you can comment on this as well if you want, mate. But it feels like to me, every game is... This, this is how I... But for me, it's like, right, uh, quickly get mobs, try and get the enemies, farms, you know, gen generic MOBA things. Everybody run bottom when Dreadnought's here. Everybody take Dreadnought. Run back up, take Rotom if you can. Try and stay ahead of levels and then choose to defend or take Zapdos. And to yep. me, I, I know there's more to it. I get that, you know, there's... And then after Zapdos, if they get it, you counter dunk. If you, you know, if you get Zapdos, you dunk as fast as you can and defend. And I think it, it's very, um, is it mundane? Is that the word I'm looking for? It, it's very, you know, whereas I'm I don't play League of Legends, but there's a reason it's one of the number one games in the world. There's, um, uh, you know, I'm assuming there's so many more mechanics in play. There's so much more to, I mean, one, do you tell me, is that right? Is there just way more to like i don't want pokemon go to be pokemon go shut the fuck up pokemon <laughs> unite, sorry. I, I don't, I, my bad i don't want pokemon unite to be as complicated as league because i love the simplicity of jumping into unite it is a simple experience but mm -hmm. like do you how complicated is league in comparison to pokemon you know po pokemon unite compared to league league of legends is uh is the nfl uh, Pokemon Unite is having a game in your back garden with your friends. Like, in so terms yeah, of your, yeah, yeah, yeah. In terms okay. of your simplicity, I'm, yeah. like, there's so much going on in League. There, there are a few things that Pokemon Unite really needs to learn from League of Legends, but at the same time, it plays completely differently. At the same time, I, Pokemon Unite is more of a sports game now that I think of it than an actual MOBA because your positions mean a lot more in that game than they do in League of Legends. It's. Oh, I, I think Unite's 10-minute timer is its best friend and its worst enemy at the same time. <laughs> Interesting. Agreed. I haven't Agreed. heard that. I've only oh, heard good things about the 10-minute timer. Like how it just... Even though it does play differently than League, like obviously like League, you have what matches that go 35, 40, an hour, something like yeah, that. Yeah, too, too long. Way too, too long. long. Yeah, just yeah. too much for the human brain to just stay focused for that long. 
Whereas 10 minutes, that's fine. Like that is complete. I can focus hardcore Agreed. on something for 10 minutes, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, in terms of the actual 10 minute timer. Yeah. I 100% agree. It means the matches are fresh. Like you can play two or three at a time and still feel like you haven't sunk your entire day into doing nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, it does mean that the games can be a little bit stale because the way that they're weighted means that they're always going to go the exact same way. And the fact that there is a set time limit means it plays differently to other MOBAs and makes strategizing around them much more heavily weighted towards the objectives. Like, for example, in League of Legends, there's a mechanic called split pushing, where if you're fighting too heavily and your teams are, you know, fighting way too much you can send someone up top lane to go and destroy the enemy base while everyone's too busy occupied fighting you couldn't do that really in in pokemon unite because team fighting is such a heavy mechanic because of the timer you need to gain advantage you need to gain levels if you lose a team fight and score 50 points you're still on the back foot because of the timer if it's it's i'm not really articulating myself correctly but I no, I see like, your point. Yeah. I think I think go, going off what you said, I, I want to throw this up before so we move on. I've got two more things to talk about in Unite. So um, I just want to say this. like, So for me, the reason why I think 10 minutes is so perfect for this game is because with it coming out on mobile and I, I commute to work, you know, I catch the bus to work and whatnot. And I think them 10 minutes would be brilliant. Just, to, you know, when I'm on the bus going to work, the bus is what, 20, 25 minutes. I can probably get two games in there. You know, it makes my commute go faster. If it was like a League of Legends where it's a long game, you know, there's the com the you know, it's complicated to all right, I'm at my stop, but I'm I'm in halfway for a game. With Pokemon Unite, that's sh- and then there's there's the quick games as well, right? The the five minute version. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you know, you've you've got options. But um two things I want to ask you two then about Pokemon Unite. Now, I saw this recommended on Reddit. I believe it was Reddit, I think it was, but I thought it was a cool idea, and I think you two would be perfect to ask this. So, currently in Pokemon Unite, you have Dreadnought Fight at the bot and Rotom at top. That's correct, right? They're the two yeah. that happen. Mm-hmm. What would you think about them having a third in the middle? So, nothing as OP as Zapdos. I'm on about just throughout the game before Zapdos. So, like, another boss that splits up the map that, you know people have to decide whether to fight over Dreadnought, Rotom, or this third boss at the same time. Like, I f- me, I-, I was thinking about it, and I thought, that would add a lot of diversity to the game, in my opinion. I think maybe it would be a bit complicated, but maybe it's the complicity we need to evolve the game meta. What, 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 no, well, excuse the pun. But, uh, what, <laughs> what do you both think about that? Just before we, we answer, we should probably start a new recording. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can go to 50 now because I've been, the last time we did up to an hour, it was still fine. So 50 is just a measurement. So don't worry. You can still shoot. Sorted. Well, uh, go for it, Monk. Uh, So I think that that's a really cool idea because for, you know, up until Zapdos, the middle is you get the four corp fish on the corners and that's pretty much like it. I think that if you were to add a, not a legendary, like a Dialga or a Palkia, but if you were to do a, um, like a subset trio of like the late guardians or you have the swords of justice, like a lower tier of legends. That, about, you know, so you don't legendary like a Dragonite or a Tyranitar or something I mean, like. so, yeah, they're pseudo legendaries. And I mean, we already have Garchomp. So that kind of like, if you, if you, oh, like, true, yeah. you that, yeah. so, I mean, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, if you wanted to go like a Dragonite or a Tyranitar, which I kind of hope that they added those as playable characters, but that would be super cool as well. Oh, I think don't worry. Were... That's the, uh, that's the next topic. So don't worry about that. Oh, but yeah, yeah carry on. Sorry. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm getting ahead. Dang. Um, well, but I think, yeah, if you were to do like a late Guardian, some, like a trio that isn't as prevalent. So like Zapdos, Moltres, and Articuno, they're pretty big and they're kind of the legends of the Kanto region. But like if you were to do like a subset, I think that would be really cool. And if they give you like minor buffs, like the Ludicolo and Buffon do, I think that'd be perfectly fine. Yeah, like it'd be random each game. Like it could yeah. be like, yeah. yeah what it, about it you want? one of the three or something like that. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. Well, okay, once what's your opinion on it? So me and Monk think that'd be a decent um thing to add to Pokemon. What about you? Like so Honestly, what, I, I would completely I'd get behind that. I'd really get behind that. I love the fact that in League of Legends you've got the four different drakes that give different effects. I think if you were to do like a random trio or like a random thing each time, I'd be more than down for it. I think it would add some you know variation to the actual game. Right. Um yeah, I think it's a cracking idea. Yeah, man, but that's dope. And the last thing about Pokemon Unite before we um, end the recording and do it, and well, well, we say end the recording next segment, <laughs> right? Um, so, uh, Monk actually touched on it. He's, um, he's a fortune teller. He can tell the future topics. So, uh, hey. uh, so I want you two both to pick a Pokemon each. First, asking Monk, if you could pick any Pokemon, I know this will be a hard one, but uh -huh. if you could pick a Pokemon on the top of your head to add to Pokemon Unite, what would it be? Scizor and Infernape. As a playable character, sorry. <laughs> I, knew you were and gonna, I knew you'd say Infernape. <laughs> of course, everybody saw Infernape coming from a mile away, but I really, like, Scizor would be kind of, like, really cool as well. But, I mean, Infernape as, like, a speedster, hell yeah. I would love, even though, like, I think speedsters need, like, reworking into kind of find their identity within the meta right now. Um, I think Scizor would be really, really good. Um, more of an all-arounder, I'd say. Um, yeah, that, I I, those that. would be really cool. I, I would love those two in the game. Okay, okay, go on then. Once you, you pick a match, too. I'm assuming, would you say Burnett, even though it's uh, your... you know, I'm gonna have to say Burnett, <laughs> obviously. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> okay, be, bar be barrel for me is one of them, but go on. If it if uh, not, if not Burnett for the uh, which, which, which of one, if not Burnett, I'd love to see something like, oh, I don't know, maybe like Tyrantrum. Um, okay. I Interesting. Think okay. Tyrantrum would be really cool because its Unite move could be Head Smash, where it charge for, for any League of Legends people listening, uh, its ult would be Scion ult. Um, Scion's ult is basically he starts charge. He becomes unstoppable, so you can't CC him, you can't stun him, you can't uh, you know uh, hold him in place with Slowbro teleport or anything. But he'll charge forward, um, sl slowly gaining speed and momentum, and then will knock up and do a bunch of damage to the first enemy that it, it damages. So you could use it as a really good engage tool for, for fights. Uh, and it does like a big splash damage. I can just see that working perfectly. And you could even do like a, a crystal thing with it where you can do dragon dance and dragon claw or dragon dance and stone edge or something to give it some kind of engage potential. I could see it working well as like an all rounder or a defender yeah it's underrated as well, isn't it? that's a really yeah. good yeah that's a really good pokemon i didn't even think about that see okay right here's one for you now i think personally this is the i'd say a really interesting pokemon and could change up the meta extraordinary um feel free to disagree i think right you add rock rough to the game now hear me out you add rock rough to the game if you're in bottom lane Rockruff will evolve into like a rock dusk. If you're in top, it would evolve to another one because it's got three forms, right? And if mm. you're in middle, it would evolve to that form. I, I think that would be an interesting dynamic for Rockruff to have, you know, dynamic evolutions 
because they're all like on rock, right? But depending where you are is depending what it evolves to. And what it evolves to can have different moves, you know, depending on, again, what you evolve. What, what do you two think of that? I, I thought of it just and I thought, Maybe it'd be complicated, but I think that would uh, be quite cool and situational, to be honest. I can see that working so well. Uh, I'm not sure on how you would judge the the lane, really, because, like, imagine if you go bottom lane, but then you have to lane swap with your top lane because they're losing really heavily in a competitive match. How would that work? Like, the... yeah, that, that's, that's the implementation. Yeah. So if you, so if you, if you're going to evolve at level seven, right from Rockruff to Lycanroc and you're thinking, well, I want dusk, but to be dusk, I have to go middle. You then have to make that sacrifice to possibly take a middle spawn from, you know, your uh, jungler just to evolve to that, to that form. If you needed it, look, I think it would add a lot of, um, I don't know. I think I think it just add a new layer of things to Pokemon Unite where someone sees, um, you know, Rockruff at the start and they think, oh no, what what what's he going to run? Is he going to run Dusk? Is he, you know what I mean? It, it would, I think it would help with the meta personally. But that's just me. I, I think that's uh, you know, and there's not many Pokemon you could do that gimmick with. There's not many Pokemon you can do no, free yeah. forms with, right? You know, I, I would have said Eevee, but having sev- having what seven different evolution ideas and Sylveon's yeah, coming anyway, so yeah. Yeah, but um, I think yeah, that's a really good. Uh, I think it's a really good concept. I just don't think it's very practical for in-game. Like, just oh, like, I agree. Yeah, what do you, yeah, what do you yeah, define yeah. as the lane or the middle or something like that? And then like those situational. I I love the idea though. That's really really cool. But I I don't think that'll happen. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, I, I don't think it will happen, man. I mean, if, yeah. if sim- simplicity though, if it's just for simplicity, not to go into it to drag it on. I think Mew is a. Uh, I think I think if you add Mew and you have uh, you have some Hollowware for Mew, I think yo that, that that's just gonna make you money straight off the back. Who doesn't love Mew? And I think you know, and I, there's no reason why it can't. Zorora is a playable character, and that's a mythical, right? So <laughs> I, I can see Mew being playable. I don't know about you two, but yo, I'll take a Mew. I'm happy to take that support. You know. <laughs> I really wish that they do like the mythicals as like an event release. Um, like kind of like how they don't do in the games, but uh, you know, if Mew for this one, you know, event or whatever, it'll be available for a week or something like that. And so, but you have, but you have to like complete objectives, kind of like how you have to do in Pokemon Go to get to unlock that character or to get yeah. that, you know, encounter. You have to do certain objectives to get to it. I would love to see that. Yeah, we need more of those. We need more events in the game. Like yeah. League of Legends and Mobile Legends and Smite always have constant events going on where you can unlock new new champions that have been released. Yeah, yeah. like with the whole Halloween and Christmas thing, right? Have some Pokemon themed around that. You know what I mean? And yeah, I, I mean again, Deli Bird for Unite. Give me my Deli Bird for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't give me Deli Bird. Give me that new Stantler that's coming in Pokemon Legends Arceus, yo. Just give me, give me that. Oh. That's what I want. Uh, right, anything you two want to add to Unite before we end this segment? No, I'm good. I'm good. Nerf Lucario. Apart from that. Nerf, Nerf, <laughs> Nerf Lucario. Jesus Christ. Nerf Blastoise, please. Don't actually. Blastoise. Actually, I think it needs buffing. It's too weak. Um, make it more powerful. Thank you. <laughs> One. All right, yo, we're on the new segment. Move on for Pokemon Unite. I, I actually love having Pokemon Unite out and, and now that we can talk about it because it adds so much time to the podcast. It actually adds a ridiculous amount of content. Before, like, me and Wands had to talk about, well, what could Nintendo next do for a region? And, yo, we just had to waffle about so much shit. Your real talk, <laughs> yeah. uh, on the topic of that specific question, Egypt would be such a good Pokemon region. 
Mm, interesting. I'm Italy for Venice, personally. I'd love to see Venice in Pokemon. That's just me. I'd say Italy. I'd, I'd, I mean, what would you pick as a, as a little hot topic if you had to pick that? So if I had to pick, so uh, when COVID first started, I started actually making my own Pokemon region. Didn't get too far into it, but I was going to do like um, the Midwest of like the United States. And now that I'm thinking about it more, I'm like, I would actually like to see the uh, West Coast. So you'd have like California, Oregon, and then the mountains on one side. Like, so if we were going to base it off of that, but. uh, See, like, I'm going to defend you right now. There's going to be someone listening to this going, yeah, but. We've already got Unova. That that that's America, and I'd like to say for you, for you fucking idiots, or if anyone mm-hmm. does think that, mm-hmm. I'd like to say that Japan has yep. four regions. Yep. Japan has four regions. So uh, America, if Japan can have four, America can have at least two, if not more, including South America. You know, you got the whole yep. Argentina, man. Yo, there's Dude, options, man. There is options. I, I I agree. I've heard rumors that the next Pokemon region is going to be Canada. I actually wouldn't mind that. I wouldn't mind Canada. I love snow. I love games with snow. Oh, and God, if, yeah. You know, I think, I think, imagine that, just the league in a snowy mountain. Ah, love life. Um, <laughs> right. So, just a few little subtopics we'll go over. So, yeah, um, next week, I know we've gone over Unite, but I just want to say, I believe see, it's weird how they've done the seasons, right? I don't know why they've done season one part part season one part one part two i don't know why they've done that i thought it would i don't know weird but yeah the next part of this season comes out um i'm not too sure what pokemon they're going to bring out for the next battle pass but uh yeah man so if you haven't finished the battle pass <coughs> onesie Burnett, try and, um... <laughs> imagine <laughs> not finishing the battle pass to be honest, I stopped playing because I've got Joy-Con drift. <laughs> oh, oh bro. <laughs> and because the the character I've I've started to main, like I'm a hardcore Gardevoir main now. At one point, you I was like, have, yeah, okay. yeah, it, it's constant Ooh. skill shots. So I'm trying to use Moonblast, and it yeah. fires it straight down instead of across. Oh, right. I, mean, I know, but you can replace like just like the sticks instead of the Joy-Con itself for like 10, 12 bucks. So, I mean, like. Probably like 10, eight, 10 euros or pounds or whatever you guys use. <laughs> Imagine yeah. thinking I've got 10 pounds to spare. Right. <laughs> 10 pounds and a power pass or 10 pounds and a joy con. <laughs> um, yeah, well, F in the chat for your joy cons, bro. I'm actually, so I may as well say this as well. Right now, my jo- I'm on my second pair of Joy-Cons. I don't have Drift, but I've got a really bad problem where I connect them to the Joy-Con, but then mid-game, it'll just say, please connect your Joy-Cons. So it's like, it's sticking to the Switch, but it's not it's not connecting properly. You know the rails, what you slot it into? Yeah. The rails just, I don't know what's going on. Um, I've tested other people's Joy-Cons. They seem fine. It just seems like mine. So I didn't mean to make a rhyme, but I do it every time. Um, no. Get no, out. so what I'm getting why, why would you so do what that? I've been, <laughs> so what I've been doing, I've had to put the Joy Cons on the um what's the pad called? The one that comes with the switch. Is it the Joy Con pad or, or whatever it's called? Uh the right. controller thing. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Right. So I I put it in the grip and I play with that, or I play with my wireless Pikachu one. So I can only play Unite with the Joy Cons disconnected. I can't actually play handheld, one of the main fucking selling points of the switch so uh yeah that's interesting right so yep nine million downloads congratulations united doing all right anyway pokemon oreos are being sold for one thousand (laughs) dollars on fucking ebay oh my gosh 
Yeah. I saw yeah. A, a tweet from a guy who was like, I've just got every Pokemon except for Jigglypuff in my first pack of Oreos. Hopefully I get him in my my second and he's got like 20 of the boxes and he's like bagging up all the individual Oreos to sell them. Oh, this is the world we live in. Oh, God. It's bad. Like, but you know what, though? It's getting worse because Pokemon, I don't know why. Maybe it's the whole Logan Paul thing with the Pokemon cards. But in every shop I go to, I'd, you'll have to tell us what it's like over there, Monk. But in the UK, pretty much every shop now has like a security a security case on all the Pokemon cards where you have to have the shopkeeper to open the cabinet or open the, you know, the lockup to even get Pokemon cards out because people are just stealing them because of how much they're worth. Like, it's ridiculous. Really? They, okay, so they yeah, haven't changed yeah. how they've done that. At least, at, at, like, the stores that I've been to, they haven't done anything. We haven't seen, or at least at the, at the area that I'm in, we haven't seen a huge run on Pokemon cards. Um, so, like, I see, like, some of the boxes, and I'll tell, like, my friends who are in, like, you know, Eastern United States or in, like, Canada or something. And I'm like, yo, guys, look at the prices on this. And it's, like, 50% lower than what they have because, like, the demand is so high where they're at. And so I haven't seen anything like that at all. Yeah, like... It's not in every single shop, but the main supermarket stores, like over here, we've got like Asda, which I know Walmart owns. But in Asda, there's like a glass cabinet with um like a lock on it. And if you want to get Pokemon cards, as a 26-year-old man, I'm not ashamed for playing Pokemon. <laughs> but imagine going up in front of a queue going, hiya, could you just get me some Pokemon cards out, please? It's just a little hard. Just say it's like for your niece or nephew or something like that. It's like, it's their birthday. Don't worry. It's not for me. Yeah, hi, yeah. It, what it not. is, it's for my non existent four year old child. Okay, yep, thank you. Um, <laughs> fucking Oreos for a thousand, man. What's like, oh, but, god, see, I don't care how rich you are, I would never like, bro, you would have what's that. What's that casing people put food in to preserve it as like an item? And people, people do it on like TikTok and stuff. Like they put food in like this seal, this seal, and it like you can have it as like an ornament or something. I can't think of what it's called, but like it's like this. Um, it's like it looks like glue. You place the resin. In. Resin, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Sorry, resin. Mm. So like, what are people gonna do? Just buy these fucking Pokemon Oreos and put them in resin every single one, and just have a, like a a pop vinyl collection of Oreos sitting on the shelf. Honestly, <laughs> I can see that being a thing. You you say that jokingly. I bet you somebody somewhere has done it. I bet you money. They're gonna be like, this is gonna be worth a lot of money in about ten to twenty years. Let's stock up. Just going I mean? to the moon, boys. <laughs> bro, it, yeah, bro, it's so tragic, but I actually believe that could be a thing. Like, I see it, I see it, and I'm like, wow, like, you can you can look on eBay now, and they used to do, like, Pokemon cereal for breakfast, mm -hmm. right, back when it yeah. was in the big boom. And you can probably find them on eBay now, you know, they, they're probably dust inside the packet, but people just want the box, and I don't know. Look at this Someone I mean, they have so many preservatives in there. It's probably still fine. Like, yeah, onesie. Put Pokemon cereal in on eBay. Just yep, see I'm what doing it. I'm right ahead of you. I'm right on it. I was about I'm to say, cereal not... was really big. I know, like, think of like just Pokemon cards in general. Like, they're printed on cardboard. They're made <clears> for next to nothing. And you know, hundred thousand dollar Charizard card. Like, bro, what, did... I'm looking now. It's just come up. Um, there's a box here of family size Pokemon Berry Bolt cereal for £43.64 pence with Rising. a postage and packaging of £30. So £73. That's like over a, I think it's over a, right? 
I think it's over. Oh no, it's whole, yeah, 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 over a hundred dollars. That's correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's so, like so it's around just under or just over a hundred dollars for a to box take of your pick, cereal. Man. Really? Take your pick. So, so I'm also on eBay and I'm looking at it right now. It's like a year two thousand uh, Pokemon cereal from like Kellogg's, and it's only like thirty two dollars. So twenty five pounds. I'll like I'll that. send the uh, I think of yeah I've got the Gosh. listing here. Oh, there's there's another one here. There's like a, a box of eight cinnamon toast crunch with Pikachu <laughs> on them for 111 pounds <laughs> with a 60 pound postage and packaging. Oh, <laughs> Bro, uh, imagine paying over 200 pounds for your cereal. Is that <laughs> is that Oreo? Is that America exclusive or is that in the everywhere? Because like, yo, I've not seen them in the UK. Oh, I've seen Oreos. I've seen them here. Even my mom texted me she uh, a couple like a week or two ago. She was like, "There's Pokemon Oreos now. They're limited edition." I was like, "Yes, I know." <laughs> I wish I wish my mom did that. I wish my mom was like, "Do you want some Oreos?" Thanks, mom. The Pokemon oh, definitely. To, to, to clarify, she wasn't asking for me to like. She wasn't like asking if I could if she could like send them to me. She was just saying, "Oh, I saw these and thought of you." I was like, "Oh, that was sweet." <laughs> Bro, I'd be, I'd be telling my mom, I'd be demanding, get, get them for me, woman. Um, ones, I, <laughs> oh now ones, I will, uh, I will check them links out after. But if I, obviously, if I go after the recording, no, that's fine. I, I sent it on, uh, on both, but that's just to prove that 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 listing of the the box of eight cinnamon toast crunch is a genuine oh thing. Gosh, right, crazy. Um, so moving forward from ridiculous Oreos being sold for a thousand fucking dollars. Ah, I can't get over Hey, um, So, this next part is for all of our listeners who live in South Korea, the 0% of you. Oh! Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know what you're going. Oh, God. Oh, right. Oh. So, South Korea, um, for those that for those in South Korea, if you live there, for whatever reason, you're listening to the train lounge, thank you. Um, if you pre-order Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, you will receive Shiny Zacian and Shiny Zamazenta codes to download on Sword and Shield. Um, yeah, Sword and Shield. Um, right now, this looks to be only for South Korea. This hasn't been announced anywhere else. Mm-hmm. It's a very weird... Uh, Japan, I get it. They get everything. But South Korea, what? Okay. Mm-hmm interesting i didn't even think they had internet but oh, oh it's north korea that isn't oh, it south korea for a long time and he was like no their technology is probably like better than like the u.s just because it's yeah south korea is good at it yeah i, I know a lot of people well, i don't i know some people because I, I do get confused between you know the border but um yeah now it's yeah. north korea that's the place you avoid right yeah 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 <laughs> avoid that at all costs especially as an american or do you reckon kim do you reckon kim jong-un's played pokemon <laughs> oh Ooh, that's an interesting question isn't kim jong-un dead no no that's oh, kim that's true. kim il-sung that you're thinking of hang on that's his dad it's his dad Kim Jong Un is still he's he's still fat and happy. <laughs> oh, we we have to have this guy back. <laughs> what a hero! Fuck you know. Yeah. So if you are in South Korea and you play Pokemon, um, fair play to you. And you're listening to this. Shout out, shout out. Yeah, man, get yourself a um pre-order Diamond and Pearl. Well, I think you can pre-order one of them. I don't know if it's one legendary per game. So I don't know if so. I don't know if Diamond gets Zacian and. And um, she'll get Zamazenta, which would make sense, right? Because Asians, mm-hmm. Zamazenta is like, you know, the colour of pearl. So that would make sense. But I don't know. 
yeah, yeah, you could do that. Um, this one's mainly for the UK, I believe. This next one. So if you pre-order Pokemon Legends Arceus, you will get a steel case and an Arceus figurine. And I've already pre-ordered it the, the moment I could. So yeah, man. If um, that, that's I don't. I'm, I'm assuming people in America and Japan and whatnot will be getting um, alternative uh, pre-order bonuses. I, mean, I don't know if I, I don't know. If you know, yeah, I'm say it's. Uh, I know it's different in different places of the world. And uh, this next bit of the story is an interesting one. So there was talk, obviously, about Game Boy and Game Boy Color coming to the Switch and maybe Nintendo 64. What else, right? So Pokemon Red and Blue obviously came out on the 3DS. But there is a law that has been changed um, with rating games. And if it contains any form of gambling, it will be an 18 rated game. So if Red and Blue were to be released again, it would be an 18-rated game. Interesting. I, now, I don't know if they were to ever release on a Switch, would they have to go into the game files and just edit that place out, just make it so you can't go in like once? How would that work? Like, oh, They've got two options, really. They either just border the place off and make Porygon and Dratini uh, available elsewhere, or they change the the game like they did in Heart God Soul Silver with Voltal Flip. Right. Uh, but who's who's going to go? Well, I guess they they probably would, but they would have to go into the project files and reprogram Pokemon Red and Blue. So that that would be a the worst time. the worst program games in history, by the way, of Pokemon. The hands down. Yeah, I mean, missing no like just alone tells you that. Bro, what's his name? Oh, fuck. So Masuda, right? You could imagine it. Him going into the files, he, w- he would have a seizure trying to go through them files. I- I'm surprised half of the Game Freak staff didn't have a seizure making that game. Uh, apologies oh, to anyone God. who suffers seizures. It's fine. You're um, trying your yeah. best to get yourself cancelled this week, aren't you? <laughs> oh, bro. I- every week, every week I get that bit closer. I was closest on that episode where we talked about OnlyFans uh, Pokemon Master Holly. Anyway... <laughs> Yeah, let's not right. open up that can of worms again. Gosh. Yeah, let's not, let's not do that. Let's okay. By the way, if you do want to cancel me, don't cancel monkeys. Not aware of the cancel culture that the trainer lounge. We actually haven't been cancelled by anyone yet. Uh, we're not. We're not big enough at the moment. Is that like a goal that like you want to like one day eventually so, cancel? He does. He so, does. Okay. So once, once, tell him what my ultimate goal is. So okay. he his ultimate goal is he wants to have uh, hashtag Flobberdosh's over party tw- uh, trending on Twitter. That's like one of his yeah. life goals. Oh my yeah. god! <laughs> yeah, bro. Because uh, like it, it inspired me when um well I don't know the YouTuber I don't watch him but when H three H three was cancelled he put a picture of himself wearing a party hat saying everybody's welcome to his um cancel party. It was great. Uh, and that's something I'd do. Like yeah, I don't know. Interesting, but so we're moving on to another segment of the podcast right now. We are doing our very first ever character spotlight for our Ooh. guest, where I will mm. be asking questions to Mr. Monk further. All right, got so what is place for it? Or, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, so da, na, 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 character spotlight. There we yeah, go. Yeah, is that what? Yeah, me, me. It, it, it could have been more professional. Go, I'm not gonna lie, yeah. No. <laughs> Bro, you, you want professional back then? <laughs> you want you want professional on this podcast, jeez. Uh, I think I the Twitter know. handles, I think the Twitter handles number one on professional pod, something like that. But Mr. Monkferno, sir, are you ready for your questions? Sure, may as well. 
All right, so what is the digits on your bank card? No, I'm joking. I'm joking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is your address? No, okay. So, character <laughs> spotlight. <laughs> so, character spotlight, a new feature on a trainer lounge where we, we have a guest. You're actually the first guest where this has been a feature before okay. the other guests didn't have this. So, it's a new thing that I, I, I um, implemented when asking people to come on a podcast. So, nice. I'll ask you a series of questions about yourself regarding to Pokemon mainly or, you know, something on light topics and uh, just a chance for you just to talk about yourself and the stuff that you do, promote yourself, all that kind of stuff, man. So right. the first question, sir, what got you into Pokemon? Oh, gosh. Okay. Uh, way back. So um, for those of you that don't know, I'm 20 years old right now. When I was eight, my friend in second grade was playing, I believe it was Pokemon Pearl. Um, and he was explaining to me like gym badges. And so like when you're eight and you think of gym, you think of like pumping iron, like getting like, you know, fit <laughs> and stuff like that. And so I was very confused by like this whole like eight gym badge system. And he showed me and was like trying to explain the type to the type chart to me as an eight year old. Right. And so, I mean, I just remember like playing through it and then I would talk with him like after school or whatnot and he had like the pokemon encyclopedia and it had like all the pokemon like today and so i just remember like looking through it um and i remember specifically like looking at groudon i was like oh this like this character's stats are pretty high i'd probably like like them a lot because you know it, he looked like a fire type or whatnot and so i mean he was really the first person that got me like into pokemon uh so that's how that was okay. my introduction at least <laughs> okay that's cool so what is your favorite generation Ooh, interesting. Um, I really like Gen 4, just for the nostalgia purposes. Um, yeah, I also think that that's where, like, Pokemon really started coming to life. Um, I mean, Gens 1 and 2 are probably, like, my least favorite, just because they're older, and, you know, they don't have as much of the nice stuff, but I think Gen 4 is when it really started to take off and has a lot of my favorite mechanics. Okay, so. that's cool. That is cool. Yeah. So, I mean, Gen 4 is a very popular generation, so you wouldn't be yeah. the only one in that opinion. I, I, More, I, I, think... to say, I was, I was ex very excited when Diamond and Pearl remakes, you know, were announced. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I suppose your reaction to the one I watched for the Direct wasn't as hype because you already knew there was a thing, right? So, um, yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, just for reference, me, mine and onesies is Gen 3. I mean, ones yours is Gen 3, right? Oh, 100%. Yeah, 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 I'm a big fan of Gen 3 but, too. So. But that's just because, like, because we're a few years old, I like what you experienced yeah. when you was in school, that was the game we experienced when we were yeah, in school. Yeah, yeah. Diamond so, and Pearl uh, came out when I was in like second grade, so like six, seven, something like that. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you, man. I'm with you. So, okay, what is your favorite Pokemon memory if you have one? Like, I know that's a bit of a oh, gosh. random one. Um, I don't know Anything if it like, stands out. Anything that stands out, uh, probably my first sweep in draft league. That's like the first thing that comes to mind. Uh, I used a belly drum como offset against my friend uh, Stremmy TV, and like I remember, like the, the like the sense of euphoria that came over me of I'm beating somebody who at the time was like above my or even now was like above my weight class, and mm -hmm. so like that for me was just like I would. I was brand new to draft league and I really just like got to sink and I was like, this is why people do draft league. I now understand this feeling. I'm uh, I'm pretty much a draft league veteran myself. So I completely oh, nice. get that. Yeah. I, I've seen you, uh, you're in the UPA, is it? Uh, I was, it was, I, I was in the UPA a couple yeah. of months ago. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was in it you... for season two and in the showdown league. Nice. You played against gravy, didn't you? I probably did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the Vancouver Titans. I'm, I'm yeah, actually I'm, yeah, I'm going right. to visit him in 
well a week actually so oh uh, nice that's awesome well yeah. tell them i said hi that'd be awesome I, I, def- I definitely will yeah awesome but yeah, right I mean, so well I, I knew as soon as you met ones you just melted inside because i think we don't get many we don't get many people we don't get many people who do draft league so no it makes me very happy yeah yeah one's one's absolutely adores that the only pvp i actually do is is her pokemon go but beside the point we won't go on that uh (laughs) right so again you don't have to go into too much detail this this because this doesn't really regard pokemon but what kind of hobbies are you into other than pokemon i know it's pokemon podcast but just to get individual Oh man, um, I've really enjoyed you know, it. Uh, okay, go I, yeah, I'm not, I, I, you said you want, I'll, I'll go in as much as I feel like it. All right, all right. Yeah. Um, no, I'm pretty into anime. So right now, I'm currently watching through One Piece, um, and so I'm trying to work my way through that for like the last year and a half. Um, but really, Pokemon is like kind of something that consumes me, um, and yeah. I really don't know why. Uh, it just is like, I, you know, my whole channel is based around that. My community is kind of based around that. Even my friends are like a part of that. So um, we can understand I, that. Yeah. But Absolutely, I mean, if yeah. I have to, yeah, if I have to pick something other than Pokemon, it's probably anime. Like I can talk about that for a long time, but yeah, uh, I, I won't do yeah. that here. <laughs> no no that's cool man i love i love anime i watch my hero and all that sort of stuff so mm. uh, yeah man that, that that's a very respectful thing to get into and uh yeah man, i mean one or i think ones you you don't watch much anime but you you like a bit of anime don't you my god you have no idea what you're talking about i'm an anime i'm a yeah. proper weeb i am <laughs> there you go man you two have got too much in common you two could be the hosts I'm, i'll see myself out uh <laughs> <laughs> right so uh going back to going back to the main series what is your well i mean i suppose this goes with your favorite generation what's your favorite main series game if you had to pick one game what would it be oh okay if i had to pick one game i actually wouldn't pick anything in gen 4 if i had to specifically pick one Mm. game it would probably mm, i either want to say like pokemon white or probably maybe Pokemon Y, maybe. It's either one of those two. I'm not sure. I can't really decide. Gen 5 or Gen 6, yeah? Yeah, Gen 5. I mean, I'll probably say Gen 5 just because it's a lot more difficult and it has some better things. But Gen 6 has Megas. Like, Gen 6 has Megas. If it was a Gen 5 game, it would either be Black 2 or White 2 for me. But yeah, Okay. Um, interesting. Interesting. I was expecting platinum to be honest, because you said you like Gen Four. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was expecting platinum, but yeah, man, that was a curveball. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, so where can people find you as to promote yourself and all, all your channels? Anything you want to mention? Again, all your things will be in the description, by the way. So don't nice. worry, people don't have to try and uh, type stuff. So all your stuff will be in the description of the podcast. However, just uh, if people are listening right now and want to check you out, where can they find you at? Awesome. I've been practicing this plug for a while. So um, <laughs> uh, so I upload on YouTube. I try to upload at least three times a week, Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. But I also have like uh, tier lists and stuff, especially on Pokemon Unite right now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, definitely on YouTube. We just passed 300 subscribers on there. So that was pretty cool. Um, I post on Twitter a lot. So if you want to get a little bit more personal, Twitter is definitely a place that I'm active on. Uh, other than that, like I have my own Discord server, uh, if you guys want to add that. But like, I'm not too big on the TikTok, even though I have a couple of videos there. Um, not at all involved on Instagram or Facebook. So, I mean, pretty much just YouTube, Twitter, and Discord. 
And is that is that Monkferno? Yeah, if people want to yeah, find you there. Yeah, so it's Monkferno across everything. So it's not you know Monkferno YT or you know Monkferno with a Brilliant. zero. Simplicity, man. Simplicity yeah, you know, just constant is... branding. Yeah. I mean, bro, that's Flubberdash. You type Flubberdash into Google, you are not finding a person on planet Earth other than my, other than me. It's actually wild. Yeah. Like seriously, bro. Like ones, it's literally me, isn't it? Everywhere. Literally. Like I've, I've like, tried it out. <laughs> it's brilliant. Yeah. It, there's not one person on this planet over the mere. Anyway, so um, yeah, again, people who were listening, um, don't click off just yet, please. Carry on listening. We have some more fun yeah, yeah. games. Um, <laughs> but we will have all your information below as well, man. And whatever links you want, just send them to me after the podcast. This will be uploaded at some point, yeah, probably tonight, and then just send them over and I'll put them in for you, man. But uh, yeah, the sure. one final question, this is a generic question, but what all does right. the future hold for you when it comes to creating content or in general? What, what, deep what, out here. Yeah. What's like a goal that you're working towards right now? Um, like content creation specifically? Yeah, I mean, whatever, bro. It, it doesn't have to it could be whatever you'd like it to be. If you want it to be about content creation, that's fine. Um, I think the closest thing that I have to like a long-term goal, like obviously I plan on continuing to YouTube, do YouTube, but I don't, the goal is not to make YouTube my job. I really do want to, like the reason that I'm in uni right now is to get a degree and make a and have a job that you know pay for itself and all that but for content creation um it's probably to join the uh draft league world tournament i'm not gonna be able to qualify this year because i did really bad in a lot of draft leagues so i didn't have enough points to qualify um but for 2023 i'm hoping to qualify for the world tournament there it's like the top uh it's it's there's several ways that you can get in but it's basically like the best draft league players in in the world for pokemon and so that's like the closest thing that I have to a goal other than just like number goals on YouTube. Oh, okay. I mean, that, that's very respectful, uh, respectable. You know, a lot of people, yeah, well, I want to, I want to get subscribers and I want to make money. And no, I respect that. Definitely. Does yeah. uh, just out of interest for me, does VGC not, not, um, not really do your thing. Then are you not, are you not really interested in VGC format? No. So I'm interested in Pokemon. VGC is something that I actually tend to ignore just, and it's not because of the fact that I hate Pokemon or how they run their VGC stuff. I think they actually do a very good job at it. It's just for me personally, my brain is so smooth and so small that VGC is just beyond <laughs> my capabilities. Like you have not just well one Pokemon on your side and one Pokemon on their side going head to head. It's now two pokemon each of them know four moves you know you have spread moves you have different things i'm like it's too much information to process for me so i'm going to stick yeah, to singles and i'm yeah. going to do what i can do best and not try and hop lanes if if you know what i mean yeah yeah you, the difference on, between the difference between singles and doubles singles is like playing rock paper scissors mm -hmm. um doubles is like playing rock paper scissors lizard spock with two right two hands <laughs> yeah yeah so it, it's it's crazy strange. i mean i think the person who said it back i think it was wolfie vgc he's like pokemon like vgc in a nutshell is like poker mixed with chess and i'm just like i'm terrible at both of those games so let's not even try <laughs> <laughs> no nah, man that's cool that's cool i think the way you want to talk about draft league it's something i might want to try i, I have mm -hmm. dabbled in v like I, I know you know making games um do you do the draft league on the main series games, by the way, or is it an online thing like on um, Showdown? How do you? Yeah, so I do. I, so I've done me. mainly Wi-Fi. Yeah. Mainly Wi-Fi, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, like, I'm into the scene when it comes to, you know, breeding for competitive IVs. I always, you know, I know, I know, like, good setups. So I, I, I'm aware with all that kind of thing. 
Um, mm-hmm. I just haven't jumped into it too much. So yeah, man, I might I might check out Draft League. It sounds as as a uh, casual player, nothing what you and ones are doing. But yeah. uh, for one, thank you for doing the character spotlight. Hopefully, the questions were cool and not too uh, personal. Yeah, and, those um, questions were brutal. I was wondering how many you had left. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope you're ready for more questions of uh, a different nature later when we hit mastermind. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, that's man. Fine. Wow. Speaking of mastermind, is there any other topic you two would like to throw into the podcast before we move on to the trivia? So, just to let you know, uh, Monk, like basically, we go through the um, we go through the topics that we have done. Just we do the character spotlight, and then we do two rounds of trivia we do mastermind with uh, onesie hosts series of questions whoever gets the most questions right wins and then we do pokemon of the week my own little trivia where you have to guess the pokemon of the week based off the information i give you so uh yeah man but is there there anything you two would like to throw up before we go on to the final segment of the podcast i'm all good i'm all good oh man okay um are you console or PC players? Uh, in regards to what, like yeah, gaming so in general. Gaming, gaming, yeah. So are you like console, like PS4, Xbox, or do you right. guys play on PC? Uh, I play on Xbox. However, because I want to get into content creation by the end of the year, but I have to build a setup for that, so I don't have a PC just yet. Um, I'm yeah. looking into that, but I, I eventually want to be PC, but mainly Xbox, truthfully. Okay. Myself, I'm a mix of everything. Uh, obviously, you can't play League of Legends on uh, a Nintendo Switch, so uh, I play a lot of MOBAs on my PC. But I, I basically play a bit of everything. I play. Uh, I'm PS4. Don't have a PS5 yet because uh, nobody does. One. Yeah, nobody does. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, obviously, yeah. Switch. But I'm kind of like a mix of everything, really. Okay. I've been been rotting on a lot of Hades uh, on my my Switch at the moment. That mm. is an insanely good game. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's interesting. What about you, though, Monk? What What do you mainly? What's your answer to your question? So when I was little, I got into like Halo and stuff, and it's still kind of <laughs> into this day. <laughs> as like an Sorry, I love, I love Halo. Halo. But, I love uh, so I used to be console, but then like when I started like turning like 12, 13, I would use like the home computer or whatnot, and I've been PC master race. And so after I graduated high school, I built my own computer and I still run on that today. And she's a beauty. I love her. <laughs> Gee, my uh, fair play. I mean, to be honest, if you're a gamer and you know, you're a hardcore gamer, the only things you really need are a PC, a PlayStation and a Nintendo, right? Cause all of Xbox is on yeah. PC anyway. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So interesting. So we had some good topics this week, man. Um, hopefully you two enjoyed them, but we're going to move on to uh, trivia. Next, so uh, one day, I think uh, I think it is your turn to take the stage, sir. I think you might be correct. So uh, let's do this. <clears throat> Hello, everyone, and welcome to Mastermind. Uh, this is going to be a series of questions uh, based upon many different forms of uh, Pokemon trivia, uh, mm. and yeah, it's it's going to be fun. Now, when we have two people on, uh, Mastermind takes a slightly different form. Uh, normally we would I'd ask a series of questions and you'd have two minutes to answer as many as you could correctly but when we have two people on uh, I like to do it a bit differently and we do a bit of a versus instead so have you seen any of the, the mastermind segments that we've done in the past? 
I have not, no. But how I, dare you? Know, you fake I mean, fans. it's Get trivia. <laughs> listen, listen, I tried, I tried, I tried. I, I promise I'll, I'll, I'll do my homework after this. <laughs> no, no oh. worries, no worries. Well, oh, yeah. these questions can come from any forms of the Pokemon media. For example, they can okay. be from the TCG, they can be from the anime, they can be from the main <laughs> series, they can be from pop culture, a bit of everything, really. So, uh, yeah, are we ready to get started, my my dudes? Quick question. Yeah. Are we allowed to use our computer resources? No, you are not. <laughs> All right. I just need to make sure. <laughs> if you're cheating, you get cancelled. Oh. All right, I'm going to use my PC. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. So, uh, firstly, player one is going to be yourself, Monk. So, uh, okay. if you, you could tell us a little bit about yourself, if you could just tell me your name. Hi, my name is Monk Ferno. I go by Monk. Uh, I'm a 20-something college student. I'm pretty broke, and I'm looking forward <laughs> to winning this game. Oh, he's confident. Oh. We like it. <laughs> Fantastic. So, and player two, if you could just tell me your name and a bit about yourself. Yo, what, what am I saying? My name's Flobber. Yo, uh, <laughs> hey, I'm Flobber Dash. <laughs> I am the host of this Trainer Lounge podcast, and uh, just the best in the world at this round, to be honest. So, uh, mm. yeah, man. Best in the world. Respect, respect. So let's are go. we both ready? Let's let's do this. Fantastic. Well, okay. player one, Monk, your first question. Okay. In the Lake of Rage, which Pokemon was forced to evolve using radio waves, causing its evolution to appear with an altered coloration? That the Pokemon that evolved or the Pokemon that it evolved into? The Pokemon that was forced to evolve. The Pokemon that was forced to evolve was a Magikarp. You would be correct, sir. So that is score one to yourself. Thank you. What a fucking <laughs> Are you are you worried we're going to have another situation like we did with Brandon Gas? Bro, before you, before you ask me my question, Monk, imagine one of the questions I had, it was like, what did the NPC in Moss Deep City say? And I'm like, oh, how God. the fuck am I meant to... <laughs> oh, yeah, you <laughs> fucked me over completely. Right, yeah, go on, I'm ready. Okay, so your question, your first question. Which Pokemon is the only Pokemon to contain a colon in the spelling of its name? Mm. Farfetch'd. Unfortunately, the answer is Type Null. Colon, fuck. yeah. <laughs> oh well, we're taking out. We're taking out. English isn't my best form, man. So, uh, yeah, taking out on that. Go on. Okay, so Monk, are you ready for your second question? I am. Which ice type Pokemon has the longest name, containing twelve letters? Ooh, ice types. Okay. Um. There isn't like a time limit, is there? I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna start counting down. You'll have ten seconds from every future question. Okay, I want to say it's a bomber snow. Unfortunately, the answer is Crabominable. Crabominable. Okay. All right. Good guess with the bomber snow, though. I can Thank see you. the thinking. Thank you. Fantastic. So, Flubberdosh, your second question. Are you ready? Yeah, man. Let's shoot. Which attacking move is the only attack that deals dual type damage? Fuck's sake, man. <laughs> I know it's a fusion Pokemon as well. No, what, uh, it wouldn't be tri attack, would it? I can't think the, the, the answer is now. flying press. Yes, yeah. Signature oh. move. Mm -hmm. The signature move of Horlucha. Hey, there we go. So, Monk, your third question. Which Ultra Beast is the only Ultra Beast not to have all of its stats be a prime number? A prime number? Oh, gosh. Oh. I'm going to have to push you for an answer. Uh, Buzzwall. Unfortunately, the answer is Naganadel. 
Oh, okay. Mm. Every Ultra Beast has all of its stats be prime numbers, but Naganadel has a couple of them as prime factors instead. Okay. <laughs> I know. I forgot That's what a prime the... number was, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> I think a prime number is it can only be times than divided. Uh, it can only be divided by itself and one. Even, yeah, it's like a yeah. Okay. Bro, onesie's making these questions as if he's going to lose money if we get them right, you know. It's, it's I know, right? like... <laughs> It's like, yeah, every time you guys get a question right, I'm going to give you like 100 pounds. Hell yeah. I got, you know, I got pride at the, on, this, on the line for this. So, uh... Uh, but you don't have $10 for Joy-Con. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will if you don't, if, you know, if you get 100 pounds, I will. Bet. All right. Fantastic. So, uh, Gaz, your third question. In the Pokemon okay, anime you. series, over 20 shiny Pokemon have appeared. Uh, it's more as of recent, but this question is quite an old one. But only one shiny Pokemon has ever been caught by Ash Ketchum. Noctowl, next. Oh, he's, he's confident that on good. that one. That was good. The answer is indeed Noctowl. Thank you. <laughs> so currently the score is 1-1 after three questions each. We'll have two more each. All right. Okay, so Monk, your next question. According to the Pokedex, which Pokemon is said to have provided a replacement for the sun when volcanic ash darkened the atmosphere? That would be the Pokemon Volcarona. That would be the correct answer. Congratulations. That was good. Thank that you. was good. That was good. Fair play. Yeah. Fair play. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. So, Flubberosh, your fourth question. Ash Ketchum's okay. trusty Pokemon partner is his Pikachu. But according to the series creators, which other Pokemon was initially planned to become Ash Ketchum's partner? Clefairy next. Oh, we love it. Yeah. So we're down to the one-question shootout. We both tied at 2-2. Right. Are you ready for your fifth and final question? I, I think I am, yes. yes. Amazing. So, in Pokemon Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, what is the name of the unused device created by the Devon Corporation in order to transport an incoming asteroid away from the planet? Oh, crap. Uh... That was the question! That was the question <laughs> I fucking had! <laughs> unused device. Oh, God. I know it's a, it's a wor wormhole device thingy-majiggy. I'm going to have to push you for an answer. Wormhole thingy-majiggy. <laughs> That's my final answer. <laughs> Unfortunately, wormhole thingamajiggy isn't the correct answer. All right, the, the answer is the link cable. The link cable. Oh, I should have. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Love the, love the throwback. Love it. Fantastic. So, Flubberdosh, are you ready for your final question? I'm ready, man. Are you sure you're ready? I'm sure I'm ready. I'm just thinking to myself, do I be really mean or do I be really kind? Um, I'd say, I'd say, close your eyes, put a finger on the screen, and whatever the question is, do it. <laughs> okay, uh -oh. I like that. I like that logic. Uh, he's gutsy. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> he's very gutsy, isn't he? <laughs> I, I, I don't want an easy win. If I take an L, I take an L. If it's a draw, it's a draw. I'm not taking an easy. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm just going up and down right now. Okay, I think we've got a question. Okay. Okay. So, in the original series of the Pokemon anime, there was an episode of the the series that got banned because James oh gave himself oh what? Oh my gosh! James gave himself a pair of breasts. <laughs> Inflatables. They were indeed inflatable breasts. <laughs> <laughs> 
So the winner this week with a grand total of three. Was it three? I think it was three uh, out yeah. of five would be Flobodosh. Congratulations, mm. sir. Congratulations. Congratulations. That, was, uh, that was a good round, man. That was, uh, that was great. But do you know what it was? That question that Monk just had, that's what caused me to lose to Brandon, was that question. Oh, so. my gosh. Yeah, yeah, that exact <laughs> same question, bro. Mm-hmm. And neither of you got it. No one's got that one. And I've asked it twice now. It just shows fake fans, man. Fake fans. Fake fans, of course. Fake fans. Brilliant. Well, thank you very much for the, the pair of you for playing. Well, uh, well played, Monk. Commiserations. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, thank it you was a well-fought battle. It, it, it was, was indeed. It was indeed. And that yeah. has been your ultimate Pokemon mastermind for this week. Join us next week for another thrilling installment. Thrilling. People's heart rates are just pounding listening to that. Um, right. <laughs> so, this next segment, a little slightly bit more complicated than um, Mastermind. But it will make sense when you do it. So, the next segment is hosted by myself. This will be Pokemon of the Week. But I have picked a Pokemon randomly. I've got information on that Pokemon. Only I know what the Pokemon is. And you both have a total of 20 points, right? Each bit of information will cost you points. Mm. You can choose to make a guess after you get the information. A guess will cost a point. Or you can just wait and uh, see what the other information comes up. You both have a total of 20 points. So, the name of the Pokemon cost five points. Not the actual name of the Pokemon, but you know, like uh, like Pikachu's the electric mouse the Pokemon, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. Be, so, okay. so, that will be five points. The Japanese name will cost two points. The Pokedex number will cost four points. Um, each of its ability will each cost four points. For trivia, it's two points each piece of trivia. For the EV yield is four points. And the Pokedex is 10 points for the Pokedex information. And the base stats is five points. Now, obviously, you won't be able to remember what all them prices were. So you can ask me what piece of information we'd like, and I'll tell you the cost, and you can decide whether you would like to um, have that information. So Monk Ferno, as you were the first on the mastermind onesie will be the first going forward with this there we go i can accept that <laughs> so onesie what piece of information would you like on this pokemon i would like the species name so sort of like the electric that that one yeah like yeah the, that uh, one yeah okay that will cost you a total of five points are you sure that is a sacrifice that Ooh. i am willing to make okay after you will have 15 points can i confirm that you are fine with this transaction I uh, I am fine with this transaction. So official. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so this Pokemon is known as the Formation Pokemon. Ooh. Oh crap. Interesting. Okay. Right. Ah. We're gonna we're gonna put an X next to that because that's done. Would you like to make a guess? Remember, a guess does cost one point, or you can pass the question on. No, I'm going to pass the question on. Right. So, would you like to make a guess, Monk Fano, or would you like another piece of information? I would like another piece of information. What piece of information would you like? I would like... Uh, how much is base stat total? The base stat total will cost you five. Oh... What were, what were the other categories again? <laughs> I'm sorry. No, it's fine. You've got EV yield, Pokedex, trivia, abilities, and the Pokedex number and the Japanese name. 
uh, how much is the ability? So you only there are two, and right. each ability costs four points. I mean, right. yeah, each ability four points. All right, I'll take I'll take one ability. Then. Would you like its hidden ability or its main ability? Its main ability. Okay, and this will leave you with a total of 16 points. Is that okay? That is okay, yes. Okay, brilliant. Main ability, okay? Mm -hmm. Its main ability is battle armor. Ooh. Okay. Would you like to take a guess? It will cost you one point. Or... Would you like to pass it on? I would like to pass it on. Okay. Wanzi, would you like to make a guess or a piece of information? Hmm. I'd like its Japanese name, please. Its Japanese name will cost you two points, leaving you with a total of 13. Is that okay? I'm, I'm okay with that, yeah. Its Japanese name is... Oh, I, I know it. I know it. Oh, <laughs> I know it now. No. <laughs> Okay, I'm uh, I'm, I'm going to message Gaz in private, but I'm going to pass it on. I'm, I'm going to let you have a go. Oh, wait. Uh, will it drag it down? I'm just going to wait for this message before we continue onwards. There we go. Sent it on there Discord. Is. Oh, on Discord. Um, right, so I'm not going to tell you whether that is the answer. As you've passed on the question... Monkferno, would you like to take a guess which will cost you a point or would you like another piece of information? You can still take a guess after the information. Mm. At the moment, you have the, you have the Pokedex number, sorry. You have the hidden ability, two pieces of trivia, the EV yield, the Pokedex description, or the base stats. Um, how much is the Pokedex description? It will cost you 10. Okay, leaving okay, you, leaving <laughs> you a total of six. Um, you still got, yeah. So you've got both trivia? number. Trivia will cost you two each. Right, I'll so take you, one trivia then. Okay. And that, sir, will leave you with a total of 14. Is that okay? That is okay, yes. Right, so... Despite special defense being its lowest stat, this Pokemon awards special defense EVs when... Oh gosh, that didn't help. Okay. Um, I think I want to take a guess. Right. I think I would you like? Guess. Would you like to take a guess? I shall tell you if Onesie got it right, but you will be the winner as Onesie didn't take a guess if you got it right. So, okay. would you like? Would you like to take a guess? Then it will cost would, you one point. I would like to take a guess for one point. Yes. Right. That would leave you with thirteen. So. What is your guess? My guess is Phalanx. So, the Pokemon of this week is Pokedex number 870, <gasps> the formation Pokemon Phalanx. Yes, yes let's go. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, yeah, so Onesie messaged me. He did say Phalanx, but uh, okay. this happened with a guest before where it was it was fairly obvious from the information that Onesie got and he knew it straight away. So just to carry on the fun, he kind of just passed it on. Got it. But, okay. uh, yeah, it's the formation Pokemon. 
Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, his name's Phalanx. Japanese name, Teretsu. It's really interesting how once he got the name based off its Japanese name. That was uh, Gigi's well, there once, mate. I don't know how you managed that. Um, just, some Japanese names just stick in my head. I just really liked the, the way Teretsu sounded. So, well, there you go. Um, you can now be our translator and a translator for Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> so, its abilities are battle armor and defiance. And the other mm-hmm. piece of trivia, so we had despite special defense being its lowest stat, Phalanx awards special defense EVs when defeated. And the other one is Phalanx is the tallest fighting type Pokemon. The EV yield is two attack and one special defense. And a Pokedex description was the six of them work together as one Pokemon. Teamwork is also their battle strategy, and they constantly change their formation as they fight. And base stats being 470. Mm. So what did you um, think of the two trivia rounds then, Monkferno? That's pretty wild. I like them. They're That, that was really challenging. Even if somebody like, – I like to think that I know a lot about Pokemon – I was just thinking through it. I was like, okay, formation. And then I heard battle armor. And like, as soon as I heard battle armor, I was like, aggron. And I was like, wait, that doesn't make sense. And so I was just kind of like trying to think it through. And I'm like, formation, formation. And then phalanx just popped in my head. I was like, oh my gosh, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, it happened. See where we was playing with another guest. And just it, the Pokemon was, um, what, what, well, I can't even think of the name. It's, it's such a random, what was the Pokemon ones? It was the one in the star Pokemon. Um, oh, mine or. Yeah, the Pokemon we had was Mineor, and it was just such a random Pokemon. And they both guessed it at the same time, but it was Onesie's turn. <laughs> and Brandon just went mad. That was hilarious. But uh, no, uh, congratulations on the dub. Um, onesie being generous, but Onesie still took an L, so uh, right, it is yeah. what it is. <laughs> I'll take the L. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, yeah. It's a gesture of goodwill. So... Um, this pretty much wraps up the Trainer Lounge episode 22. So before we finish, Monk, what do you feel like being on the guest? So you're the first guest we've ever had where neither me or Wanzi actually know much about you. When you guessed to both of us too. But um, how did you feel being on the podcast? It was a lot of fun. I'm not going to lie. You guys, you know, we had great segments. We had great chats. And then, like like uh-huh. I said, the trivia stuff, like, really pushed, you know, what I knew or at least what I thought I knew exactly about like the Pokemon franchise in general, but it was a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun and I think we had a great time here. So yeah, yeah definitely man. would love to come back sometime. Absolutely, man. You're always welcome. Of course. Um, again, Wanti, thank you for your trivia round, mate. Always appreciate it. Uh, you do the questions. You are more than welcome. I'll, uh, I'll obviously, uh, we'll, we'll ban list uh, Monk from, from future yeah, episodes. Ban- yeah, yeah, never ban- allowed back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. hundred percent. Uh, in, in all seriousness, we'd, uh, yeah. Great to have you back on, mate. Brilliant. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, it's been it's been a good episode. Twenty two hours. Um, we had a lot of good topics today. Of course, again, if you want to find Monk Photo, um, you can find him on Twitter and YouTube. And did you say was it Twitch? Did you say? Uh, no, did you no I'm not on Twitch either. I, I have a Twitch, but I don't do that. So Twitter, YouTube, yeah, and yeah, oh, Discord as well, right? Yeah, 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 in Discord, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, all them links will be below. If you want to find me and Wanzi Burnett. Our links will be in the official Trainer Lounge link tree, where you will also find the link to other podcast podcast platforms if you prefer different types. We're, we're on all sorts. We're on Apple, Spotify, pretty much nearly every podcast platform that is on the internet we will be on. Um, this has been episode 22. First of all, thank you to my co-host, Wanty, for coming on. Always a blessed man. Always, um, always insightful thoughts and always banter. So thank you. And thank you to Monk Farno for coming on. 
people that actually accepted as a lot of people were too nervous and uh, fair play for taking the plunge. We respect that. <laughs> oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, Gaz is very intimidating on the podcast. So, oh, uh, absolutely. Yeah. I, was, I was so intimidated by him. Um, <laughs> I'm a meanie. Okay. <laughs> right. That's wrapping oh. up this episode, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I'm not too sure when we'll be back, probably again sometime next week. Uh, hopefully, T will be back. She's had COVID, unfortunately, but uh, she's doing well. She's okay. She's surviving. She's just resting up, man. So, uh, best wishes yeah. to my fiance. And um, yeah, man, again, thank you, Monkferno, and thank you, Wanzi Burnett. This has been the Trainer Lounge episode 22. I am your host, Flubberdash. Thank you for listening and uh, tune in again next week. Peace out, yo. Peace. See y'all. Yo guys, it's Flubberdash. I want to thank you so much for listening to this episode of the podcast. I hope you enjoyed the whole episode. Please give us some feedback on Twitter and wherever else you can find us. All details of that will be below. We hope you've enjoyed the podcast and please have a great day. Peace.